Hey everyone, welcome to our Sunday School lesson today. It's lesson eight, Jesus prays for us uh, in the prayer that moves heaven, power with purpose. And what a wonderful message uh, today as we, uh, as we look at this, this lesson. The main idea of today's lesson is our shared faith in Christ is the glue that bonds us together. And we certainly need to hear that message today as the church. Before we get started, let's, uh, let's, let's all pray together. Uh, thank you for being here. Hope you have your Bibles ready. <clears throat> John 17. Uh, let's pray. God, thank you so much for your love for us, Lord. We thank you for this word that you've given to us today, which is a word of uh, encouragement to us. And Lord, we just pray we'll take it to heart and we'll live out these very words. Uh, we thank you now for what you will teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus prayed that we would be filled with love. John, the, the one whom Jesus loved, wrote down the signs and words of Jesus so that you, the reader, it's you and me, may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, in John 20, 31a. Unity and love is a common theme in Jesus's prayer for his disciples. Jesus' prayer in chapter 17 displays Jesus' intimacy with the Father, his complete dependence on his Father, and his love for his disciples. Followers of Jesus today can take comfort and gain confidence as we read our Savior's intercession for us before God the Father. <clears throat> and chapters 13 through 17 are Jesus' last teachings to his closest disciple, the the setting is the night uh, before he was arrested and mostly around the Passover meal. At this time in the story of Jesus, he instituted the Lord's Supper and he washed the disciples' feet. He foretold the betrayal and Peter's denial. Jesus asked them to trust him as the way, the truth, and the life and the promise of another comforter, the Holy Spirit, he shared a metaphor of relationship with them as the vine and the branches. He asked them to love one another. He warned of opposition and tribulation. He would leave them not to be sorrowful because he had overcome the world. What a powerful teaching to his disciples and what a powerful teaching to us. After speaking these things, John 17, 1, he prayed for his disciples. Jesus lifted his eyes to heaven and addressed God as Father. Now, his hour had come. His prayer was that the Father would glorify the Son, and the Son could glorify the Father. The Jesus, Jesus prayed that the Father protect his disciples so that they may be one that unity as father and son are one. Unity and love is a common thing. Jesus prayed for their protection for, from the evil one. As the father sent Jesus, Jesus then sent them out into the world. Jesus' prayer turns to the disciples who trust him in the future. That would be us. John 17, 20, 21. <clears throat> my prayer is not for them alone. 
That's the disciples Jesus prayed for. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Hear those words that Jesus prayed for us. Jesus prayed uh, for those who would believe in him through uh, his word and through, through the word of the disciples, their message. The word believe is best interpreted as to trust. So belief has become a mental acceptance of someone's ideas. But belief in this context means to trust a person, not believe the ideas of the disciples, but through their witness, they may come to trust Jesus to rescue and to lead them. We are on mission to help people trust Jesus to be who he says he is and what he did for them. Jesus commissioned to uh, the 11 at his ascension to heaven to make disciples of all peoples, baptizing them and teaching them. The mission of God was now in the hands of the disciples of Jesus until he returns. Now, why did Jesus pray for his disciples? Well, first, so that they may be one. He wanted them unified so that they were just like father and son. Secondly, that they be in us, that is, the father and the son. And thirdly, so that the world knows the, father, the God, the father, had sent Jesus, the Son, into the world. Well, unity among Christ's followers is witness to God sending the Son into the world to reconcile the world to himself. The evidence of we live in Christ and Christ lives in us is that we have the Holy Spirit and his presence is a testimony. God sent his Son to be Savior of the world. It's the mystery of the Trinity is the three-in-one person of God. Jesus reflected his truth throughout his prayers for his disciples. In John 17, 22 and 23, I have given them the glory that you gave me and that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, the in Christ, so that they may be brought to complete unity, that the world would know that you sent me and I have loved them even as you have loved me. Jesus continued his prayer for those who would trust in him through the witness of his disciples. The source of unity among those who trust him is himself, is Jesus. Jesus acknowledged the source of his glory was the Father. Jesus gave that same glory to his disciples. Glory here can mean power or presence of God. This glory Jesus gave us, gave so that unity was highlighted among believers as the ultimate outcome of their relationship with him. In verse 23, the in Christ, the unity came to fruition. The world would know two things that the Father sent the Son, and that God loved the disciples 
as the Father loved the Son. And when the world would observe the unity among God's people, which was induced by the divine presence, the Holy Spirit, they would know the Spirit of God dwelt among them, and they reflected the love of God. Well, Jesus told his disciples after demonstrating his love for them by washing their feet, by your love for one another, all people will know you are my disciples, John 13, 35. Did you hear that? Jesus said to them, by your love for one another, all people will know you are my disciples. Ephesians 4, 3 describes what such unity looks like. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. This is based upon one body, the church, and one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and the Father of all. John 17, 25, and 26. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them, that I myself may be in them. <clears throat> Jesus concluded his prayer addressing his father once more. Father, or Holy Father, righteous Father. Jesus has made known the Father's name to the disciples. The source of love for God's people is the presence of God's love revealed in Christ Jesus. Jesus prayed such a love would be in and among those who trusted him as the Son of God. <clears throat> is prayer important to the life of a Christian? Well, as a follower of Jesus, one who puts their trust in Jesus in order to be like him, yes, very much so, prayer is important. Prayer is not a religious act by religious people to follow the example of their God. Pharisees did that. Prayer modeled by Jesus in John 17 is an intimate, open-hearted plea to the Father. Jesus prayed for not only the disciples who shared his ministry, but for all who would trust in him through their witness. We who trust Jesus to be the Son of God today were the object of Jesus' prayer just prior to his death, burial, and resurrection. Did you catch that? Those of us who trust Jesus today were the object of Jesus' prayer. We were on his heart. We were on the heart of Jesus during his anticipation of his crucifixion. How does it make you feel that Jesus was not distracted from praying for you in a seeming crisis moment? His love was not distracted. What can we do to strengthen the unity of our church? 
Jesus has prayed for us <clears throat> that we would love one another. As we pray today, thank God for allowing us to be one with him and for the opportunity to share his love with others. And you know, we're to share his love for one another within the church. He wants his church to be strong. He wants his church to be known for love. So as we look at some practical things we can do from this lesson today, Jesus prays for us. In what ways can you build unity in the body of Christ? Come up with some ways that you can build unity in the body of Christ. Also, even think about that. How can I build unity within Central Baptist Church? Think of some things to do, some ways to love one another. And let's put those things in action. Who will you pray for today? Isn't it amazing? Uh, what, what is your feeling when you know someone has prayed for you, you know, within the church? And today, we've heard that Jesus prays for us. How does that make you feel? So now, who will you pray for today? Who will you reveal God's love to today? God has revealed his love to us. Many of us have trusted his love, trusted what Jesus has done for us, his grace that he has bestowed upon us. Who will you reveal that to today? God is going to put someone in your path. God is going to put someone in my path. Will we reveal God's love today? Blessings to you today as God uses you to share his love. Uh, enjoy his love today. It's a wonderful gift he has given to us. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for your love for us. And thank you for using us now to share that love in Jesus' name. Amen.